This is Young Jeffrey, the Young Jeffrey Show. Uh, I have an amazing topic for you guys this week. Um, first of all, I'd just like to take the opportunity to thank you guys for giving me the opportunity to come and speak to you guys every single week, either through your speakers or through your headphones, earphones, AirPods. You know, people get money these days. So uh, I appreciate you. Uh, my goal, of course, for this podcast is to give you guys optimal tips to touch on great topics to give my perspective on certain things so that you can navigate and live a more fruitful, optimal life, a more positive life, a more happy life, and an ability for you to find uh, the best version of yourself using certain tools, certain strategies, certain principles that I didn't put in place, but I gave you or may have gave, you know, put in the forefront for you to gravitate towards. So, you know, I thank you guys. Um, today, we're going to talk about the seven keys the seven keys to be more present. Now, why are we talking about this? The reason why is because um, I went to dinner one day. And uh, I just remember looking around at different tables. People were with colleagues. People were with their mates. People were with their kids. People were with uh, different people that are immersed in their lives. right? And then I just remember seeing everybody either on their phone or staring into a space and not necessarily being present in the moment. So I just remember saying to myself, one day I'm going to touch on being present. I'm going to touch on why people find themselves in this predicament. I'm going to touch on why we're even, you know, so distracted. Uh, Why aren't we present? Why don't we live a more in the moment, um, fruitful life, enjoying our experiences? Why are we such in a documented culture Why are we not taking advantage of what true happiness really is? So we're going to talk about the seven keys to be more present so I can help you out. I like you to walk away from my podcast episodes with tangible things. I like you to walk away with things that you can use, implement into your life and apply forever. All right. So number one, first of all, you have to realize that this is the only moment that you have. Right. This is the only moment that you have. This is the only moment you get to actually be engaged. You get to put all of you into every moment. Right. Um, We live in a culture where people feel like their lives are dress rehearsals. A lot of people think that tomorrow, you know, I'm saying is the real thing or next month is the real thing or next year is the real thing. No, the only moment that you have and the only moment that you guarantee is the moment that you're currently in. You know, that's it. You know, a lot of people um, struggle and fall into uh, one, or t- one of two groups. First group is you're a prisoner of your past, which means things that have happened to you up until this point, either trauma, either hurt, either heartbreak, either, you know, disappointment or any type of negative, quote unquote, uh, event or a negative train of events that have occurred in your life that have caused impact on your present. You have become a slave and a prisoner to that, right? You're not in the moment. You're actually living from the ideals and from the experiences of your past and not from the ideals of now. Or you fall in the other category where you're looking forward to the future and you're always looking forward to the future. I just want to go ahead and let you know this. First of all, your guilt and anxiety of your past will hold you prisoner forever if you let it. And I'm going to say it again. The guilt and anxiety of your past will hold you prisoner forever if you let it. Things that have happened to you, can you change it? The answer is no. 
So you live in the present because you can't do anything to change the past, right? You can't do anything to change the past. And on the flip side of that, you can't do anything to, to, to change the future because we're not in the future and you're not guaranteed the future. So how can you do anything to change the future when it hasn't even happened yet? You can do things, you can implement things, you can put processes in place, you can put strategies in place to lead you to where you feel you need to be. But just because that can impact the future, that doesn't mean that that's going to be the future. How many times have you put plans in place, even just for a day? You say, you know, today I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. And then at the end of the day, you're like, man, I didn't do nothing I said I was going to do. Or man, that day didn't go nothing like I had planned or how I had said in my mind that it was going to go. The reason why is because you're not guaranteed that things will fall in place the way you pictured it in your mind. The timeline you have in your mind doesn't exist. It's an illusion. The future is an illusion. The future is an illusion. The past is just memories, right? So all you really have is the present. If you're always looking forward to the future, you never really live in it. You never really experience anything because you're never actually in the present enjoying the current moment. You're just always, always on autopilot, always looking forward to something that's going to happen to you. Something's going to fall from the sky, something like that. Right. So be engaged. Right. Put your all into the moment. Right. Realize that this is not a dress rehearsal, dress rehearsal. So uh, you need to have uh, urgency, a sense of urgency. A lot of people always say, well, you know, I'll start next week or I feel like. I got time or the real thing is coming. No, the real thing is now life is life. Life is not going to happen to you. This event's not going to happen. It's going to make everything okay. None of that. Right. The guilt and anxiety of your past will hold you prisoner forever if you let it. Right. The past, you can't change it. And it's just memories. The future is an illusion. So all you really have is right now. And if you're always looking forward to the future, You'll never truly experience anything. Number two, first you have to you next you have to embrace and accept where you are in your life. Right. What's happening right now is for you. A lot of people, they're depressed. A lot of people are going through certain things. and They feel like it's never going to be an end. A lot of people are can't see the joy, can't see the goodness in a lot of damn things right now because their life isn't going the way they, they feel this should be going. Right. People don't want to accept that this moment is it. People want people look at their life. They're like, nah, this ain't it. Like, this ain't it, chief. God, you made a mistake on this one. This ain't it. No, this is it. This is your life. This is how things are. You have to accept and embrace it. You have to accept and embrace where you are. Acknowledge where you are in order for you to make a change. When you go to a 12 step program, what's the first step? First step is acknowledging that I have a problem. Right. So you have to acknowledge where you are in your life before you can even make a first step to change it. Right. Because the first step truly is actually a prerequisite to even get started. And that's acknowledgement. You have to be in gratitude of what's happening right now so you can actually choose happiness. A lot of people, they focus on the things that they don't have. So they're always looking forward to the future of when they will have it, which is an illusion. I've already told you that. And they focus on things that they missed out on, which I already told you was a memory because that's in the past. You can't change that. Right. So the way things went leading up to this point that we're currently in right now, as you're listening to this podcast episode, whatever occurred, occurred and whatever's going to happen is going to happen. All you can do now is put yourself in the best position for future gain, for future success. But you can't constantly look forward to those things. Because that will hold you prisoner as well as looking into the past, a thing that's already happened to you. Right. So live in 
the moment. Be present wherever you are. Choose happiness in every situation that you're in. Because happiness is truly up to you. I've told you in previous episodes, happiness is basically setting up and meeting expectations. If you don't meet expectations, you're going to be disappointed. If you said you're going to lose 20 pounds, six months pass, you ain't lost 20 pounds, you're disappointed, and you looked at your weight loss journey as a failure, right? If you would have lost the 20 pounds, you would have had what? Forward momentum. When you have forward momentum over a period of time and you're constantly meeting expectations or exceeding expectations, you are tend to be what? More happier because you deplete the disappointment. You're actually setting yourself up for success because you're knocking down the goals and expectations that you set for yourself, right? So you have to choose happiness. Happiness is not going to fall from the sky. Happiness is not going to come from this great event that's going to happen in the future, which I already told you was an illusion. Happiness is something that you have to choose. Happiness is set up by a lot of the expectations that you have for your life. You have to choose happiness, right? If you're always looking forward to the future, you never actually experience anything. You have to choose an interpretation that powers you. You have to live a bulletproof life. I'm going to say I'm going to say it again. You have to choose an interpretation in life that powers you, that fuels you, right? Cuz a lot of people they choose an interpretation of negativity. They're always gossiping. They're always looking at the negative. They're always looking at what they don't have. They're always looking at what they can't do. They're always looking at who they can't be with. They're always looking at the money that they don't have. They're always looking at the clothes that they don't have, can't afford, the trips that they can't take, the job that they don't have yet, the education that they don't have yet. They didn't make the first step, yada, yada, yada. All the things that they don't have, but they don't look at the greatness that's in them, the greatness that they've already accomplished, the greatness that's already immensed in their lifestyle. They're looking at all the things that they don't have, what's absent. What's absent is absent. What's present is what's present. So let's be present. People go through life and they're not really connected. People go through life and they're not really connected. A lot of people, they grow up and, you know, they never really have a connection to their parents. I know a lot of parents now, they say, well, you know, I feel like I wasted 20, 30, 40 years. I don't even know my kids. You know, my kids was in school. I didn't know when they had a play. I didn't know when they had an event. I didn't know when they had a game. All I did was pick them up. Well, you know, when they told me to, I, I didn't feel like I was actually connected. You know, I was in a marriage for 20, 30 years, and we never really connected. We was on autopilot. We were roommates. People aren't really connected, you know. So how, how can we tangibly address this? Well, you have to monitor your thoughts. Where is your mind going in these certain moments? You know, where is your mind going? In these certain moments. Um, in ADD land. That's what I call it. ADD culture. We usually want the next shiny object. We usually want the next exciting moment. And. It's very very challenging to be present. Because we have so many distractions. We have so many things that can take our focus. So many things that can take our mind somewhere. Sometimes it takes our mind to what we're looking forward to. This new event, oh man, we got, I go, I'm going to such and such next week. I'm going to such and such, you know. And you have to monitor your thoughts. You have to monitor. Wait, wait a minute. Let me let me shift gears. Let me get back to what I need to be on. I need to be present. I need to be in this moment. I need to have intention. I need to make sure that I'm focusing on what I'm doing right now, so I can actually experience this. Because I want to choose to be happy in this moment. I want to show this gratitude. I want to be present. I want to make sure that I'm engaged. 
and that I'm not looking forward to something that I don't even know is going to happen and something that is not even guaranteed. And I'm not going to be a prisoner of my past. Right. You got two things. You got two options. Either accept it or change it. Period. A lot of people, they say they are in a relationship and it's, it's toxic and yada, yada, yada. Well, you either accept that this is the way it is, find the benefits of it and just move forward. Because obviously there's some benefits because you, otherwise you already been gone. Um, so find the benefits in it and say, hey, hey, accept it. This is what it is. Yada, yada. They're not going to change. This is who they're going to be. This is how the relationship is going to flow. Cool. I'm going to accept it. Or you change it. Say, you know what? I'm out. Period. A lot of people, they stay in relationships. And they stay in situations, not just relationships. They stay in jobs. They stay in a lot of different things because they feel that things should be different than the way they are. But that they had nothing to do with it. No. You are the one creating it. Because you're choosing to stay immersed in the situation. Let me say it again. A lot of people feel that things should be different than the way that they are. And they're waiting for them to magically change. And they feel like they had nothing to do with it. That's an accountability issue. You're choosing your situation. You're creating your situation. So you either accept that that's how it's going to be or you change it. Number three, you got to be all in. There's no half commitments. Nobody wants a half committed employee. Nobody wants a half committed relationship partner. Nobody wants a half committed friendship. You have to bring all of yourself to the situation. You have to put your heart, your mind, your soul and your spirit into the situation. A lot of people say, well, you know, it's, it's just hard sometimes to make make a decision. I always tell people indecision is a decision. Because you're deciding not to decide. You're choosing in that moment to be in limbo. Indecision is a decision. You're making a choice to be in limbo. Be all in. Be yourself. Be engaged. Enjoy the moment. Create the situation that you want to see in the moment. Don't worry about the past. Don't worry about the future. Focus on the moment. Focus on how you can engage with people. Focus on how you can impact the current state of the situation. How you can be uh, effective and efficient at work that day. How you can be a great planner that day. How you can focus on the food that you're actually eating and not actually eating your hibachi, but worried about what's going to happen next week at work. What's going to happen when you go on your trip in two weeks or what's going to happen, you know, when you get to see your your friend when she come in town, whatever, be engaged in the moment. Enjoy the moment because that's all you really have. Number four, you have to be in ownership of whatever moment that you're in. See, most people, they walk into a place and they're spectators and they get into this observant state. If you go to the gym, you're in an observant state. And what happens is when you observing a state of observing, you become a spectator. You start to judge. Spectators judge. Spectators are usually on panels. Why? Because they judge. Right. You don't want to be a spectator. You don't want to be in an observant state. You don't want to be in a state of I'm always not taking ownership of the moment that I'm in. Right. Because that leads to judgment. That leads to gossip. Right. One thing about me is when people talk to me, when people come talk to me or we have a conversation over the phone, they always tell me that I have the gift of making people feel like some of the most important people in the world. Why? Because what I give them to walk away with, how I'm engaged in the conversation, I make you feel like you're one of the most important people in the world in that moment. 
And that's how it should be. When you talk to somebody, you're engaged, you're answering their questions, you're thorough, you're not worried about your phone, you're not worrying about nothing. You're worrying about being engaged with the person that you're having an encounter with. And you know what? People take heed to that. People connect to that. When you walk in the room, you're either judging or you're amongst it. You're either sitting back observing and judging or you're actually amongst it. You're actually in the moment. You're actually present. You're actually engaged. Number five, what is your intention? What is the experience that you're trying to create? Some of the best leaders in the world. Some of the best leaders in the world have intention. When you look at Martin Luther King's eyes, he had intention. When you look at Kobe on the court, when he's winning all those championships, he had intention. Like, I'm trying to take your head off. I'm trying to win this championship. What's your intention? What is the experience that you're trying to create? And a lot of people think, oh, so Jeff, I got to make an intention for every decision that I make. Like, oh, I, I got to do I intend I intend to brush my teeth. I got to intend to put on my sneakers and tie them. And I got to, it's more broad than that. It's not specific. Intention is a broad sense of I want to create joy. I want to create love. I want to create connection, commitment to being present and being grateful. When that's your broad sense, then you'll find that intention in everything that you do. It's not something that you have to have case specific. It's something broad that you can apply to your life and that you will find in every situation that you put yourself in. Great leaders have great intention and are always present. Great leaders have intention and they are always present. The good thing about having intention is that it gives you the power to know that you can create any experience that you want in the world. If your intent is to lose weight, if your intent is to work out hard every single day, your intent is to eat a certain way, then your life will revolve around that intent because you're focused, you're present. You're actually making the necessary commitment to find what you're intending to do, to find what you're intending to look for, and it will become your life. Number six, you got to hold people accountable for being present. You're going out to dinner with your friends, everybody playing Candy Crush, everybody on Instagram. You know what? Can you, you know, while we together, you know, I'm saying I understand if you want to take a little picture of your food or whatever. I know we're in a documenting culture. We're learning. But, you know, is there any way we can put our phones down and just be present with each other? I don't know if we're going to see each other again. I don't know. We're not guaranteed tomorrow. We're not guaranteed next week or next month. Or I want to enjoy this moment that we have together because you are the people that I've chosen to be with in this moment, you are the people that I'm choosing to engage with, to communicate with, to share this experience with. I think we should spread love, spread joy, and be present with each other right now. You got to hold people accountable. You want to know why? Because accountability is love. When you're, telling, when you're holding somebody accountable, you're telling that person that I love you. Why? Because you're letting people know that you feel that they're capable of a bigger game. You're letting people know that I'm capable of a bigger game. If somebody told you that they're trying to lose weight and y'all at work and they're eating a cake, they're eating a pack of chips. Yeah, be like, you know, all right, I'm holding you accountable now. You know what I'm saying? You told me that you wanted to lose weight. This is this is getting you off track. This is not in alignment with what you told me. You know, let's hold each other accountable. That's love. That's real love. A lot of people think that love is I just got to tell you everything that you want to hear. No, I'm telling you everything that you need to hear in order to set you up for the goals that you set for yourself and the goals you told me that you want to accomplish. That's being present. That's being somebody that's going to hold the people around them accountable. You have to hold people accountable for being present in their life so that you can set them up. So you can set them up to improve as time goes along. 
you're sitting around with somebody sitting around with your spouse you know what you know could you put your phone away for a couple minutes you know or you know 30 minutes i'm trying to engage with you i'm trying to be in this present moment with you you know what i'm saying i want to i'm the only reason why i'm doing this if you if you have any questions about it or anything like that is the reason it's because i love you accountability is love if i don't hold you accountable i'm letting you i'm letting it slide and i'm letting you destruct that means i don't love you that means that i'm just gonna let you do whatever you want to do and i'm just gonna watch you self-destruct number seven and this is the last tip i want y'all to take this away and i want y'all to write this down i want y'all guys i want you guys to be mindful of your physical space i want you to be mindful of your physical space and your movements because basically we're all physical beings right we're all physical beings I used to work at this uh, recreation center, and we took the kids out for uh, bike riding. And as we were riding a bike, I saw this girl on her phone run the stop sign right in front of us. And she looked up, and she was just in such awe and embarrassment. She's like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And then she backed up. Was she present? One time I was in Las Vegas, and I took an Uber, right? I took an Uber, and the dude was not focused. Mine was somewhere else on his phone, listening to music. Mind was not in the present moment. He ran into the person that was in front of us. Bumper to bumper, boom. So I just got the car and walked. I'm like, all right, you have a nice day. <laughs> you have a nice day. All right. Was he present? How many stories do you hear of people slipping in the bathtub? Slipping in the bathtub, not present in the moment, thinking about something else. Bam, fail. Oh, I rushed my Achilles. Oh, I messed up my hip. My bad. People text and drive. Like it's second nature now. People switching songs on their phone. When people say watch your step, it's actually literal. Watch your step. You have to be mindful of your physical space and your physical movements, right? See, I'm going to leave you guys with this. We live life on autopilot. We live life thinking about already what happened to us. We live life about what already happened to us. And we live life based on what we're looking forward to and the illusion of the future but rarely rarely are we intentional rarely are we present rarely are we in the moment rarely are we actually focused on the experience that we're trying to create right then because right now is all we have a lot of people live life like it's a dress rehearsal like this is all we have this is all we have you can't look at your life and say nah this ain't it Life is life, and this is it. Let's recap, all right? Let's recap. You have to realize that this is the only moment that you have, so be engaged and put your all into it. Number two, you have to embrace and accept where you are. You have a decision to make. Every time you come up with a decision, you're either going to embrace it, this is what it is, these are the benefits, I'm going to run with this, or you're going to change it, period. Number three, you're going to have to be all in, either in Oh, yeah, there is no half commitments. Number four, you have to be in ownership of whatever moment that you're in at that time, because most people are either spectators or they're actually amongst what's actually going on and they're present and they know. Number five, you have to know your intention. What is the experience that you're trying to create? Great leaders have intention and are always present. Number six, you have to hold people around you accountable because accountability is love. Number seven. Be mindful of your physical space and your physical movements because we're physical beings. And the actual uh, statement of watch your step 
is literal. Because we live life on autopilot, but at the same time, we ain't, we ain't promised nothing. All right? We are not prisoners of our past, and we are not looking forward to an illusion, which is the future. We are to be present and create the experience that we want to create. Seven steps to being more present. 